That is the Chili Peppers under the bridge. Right here at 92.9. Learned a little bit about bridges around the region yesterday uh, on the Tamworth Regional Heritage History Walk, which was on yesterday, put on by the Tamworth Historical Society. Really, really, really interesting. We did a wander around Paradise. That's the the far end of Peel Street, by the way, if you're wondering. And uh, learned about bridges and all things... I guess that area of town, it was very, very, very interesting. So thank you very much to the Tamworth Historical Society for putting that all together. And another person who was very busy over the weekend as well, Kevin Anderson, member for Tamworth. How are you, Kev? Morning, JB. How are you, mate? Very, very well. You had a busy weekend as well. You're at tyre torture, I saw. Yeah. Like, it was it was incredible. You sort of think, oh, burnout to burnout. But uh, out there <laughs> at Oakburn Park, the Tamworth Motorsports Complex, uh, they put on a um, a burnout competition, and I got to tell you, you sort of think, oh yeah, we'll go for a, go and have a look. But these cars, they had the biggest engines, and they were souped up cars, <laughs> and they would just go and spin around and burn rubber. And uh, it was a competition that came from pretty much Victoria, New South Wales, South Australia. There's even a WA entrance there wow. as well. Oh wow! Uh, oh yeah, but it was unbelievable. We're just going. You just couldn't keep the smile off your face. You just go, oh, my God, look at this thing. <laughs> and these things would just rip and they would just burn up but in a very safe and controlled yes, yeah. environment too, JB. So if you're going to do a burnout, yesterday or on Saturday was the place to do it out there at Open Park. It was, it was incredible, I'm telling you. It was really incredible. <laughs> I love that. That's sensational. Uh, you were also busy at the Bendemir Art Show uh, end of last week as well? Yeah, Bendemere Art Show, these, these little art galleries that pop up around the region, you know, whether it's at Cootie or Bendemere or whether it's out at uh, Currabub with the Art and Cross, with the Red Cross Art Show, they're fantastic and, and uh, they give an opportunity for local artists to show their wares, but it's a really good gathering. You have a little beverage on the Friday night of the official opening, and but the scones up there were just sensational. Oh, oh. So, yeah, look, they, you know, these are large shows around the place, and Bendy did a magnificent mm. job with Ann Doak and the crew, mate. Yeah, that's it, exactly. Fantastic. And then um, a Legacy had an important event over the weekend as well. Yeah, Legacy Centenary Celebrations yeah. in Tamworth, and Legacy do a great job because they look after families, um, um, those that uh, have lost loved ones during conflict and war and so on, and, and, and help them in various ways. So... It was fantastic. Greg Rosé is the president of Tamworth Legacy, and we had the celebration or the commemoration of their uh, centenary in Tamworth on Saturday, and and uh, really nice to see them do that out the front of the town hall, mate. So it was uh, a really nice uh, celebration. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And of course, that brings us to the all important day tomorrow. Uh, mark your uh, respects for. Of course, Anzac Day, you'll be out at a couple of dawn services around the region, Kev. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, Anzac Day is a time where we commemorate and we remember those who have uh, paid the ultimate sacrifice in theatres of war, not mm. just, you know, World Wars uh, previously, but certainly those conflicts like Afghanistan and others, um, you know, the Kuwait and, and Iraq, those conflicts of war. So, you know, if you can get out there, dawn services, not much to ask. Doesn't matter where you are, get out there and and uh, and commemorate and remember. Then we've got you know various areas. Check your local guide, yeah. you know, for wherever uh, you can get together. 
and then marches throughout the region as well, mate. You did six years in the Air Force, Kev. Yeah, I did six years in the Royal Australian Air Force. I was a signals operator uh, from 1981. I know that sounds a long time ago. Um, yeah, 1981, I joined the Air Force and and uh, did six years as a signals operator. And uh, you know, it's nice. I I, I really value and and it's a privilege uh, to march uh, with our fellow Air Force mm. uh, people uh, on Anzac Day every year, mate. Yeah. It's, does it change your perspective on Anzac Day a little bit when when you've served time? Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know, you just know uh, the discipline uh, that's required, the commitment that's required. And when you put the uniform on, whether you're Army, Navy, or Air Force, and I've got a son who's in the Navy now, he's a lieutenant in the Navy, um, you can be called up at any time. And, you know, and it doesn't matter where you are, if the call goes out, just like that, you know, the call is made, then you answer the call and, and you go to wherever you are required uh, to defend your nation. And, uh, yeah, so it certainly does give you a different perspective in terms of the discipline that's required. Um, and there's an old saying, you know, you don't, when someone says jump, you don't ask um, why, you say how high. Yeah. Um, you know, so, and that's, uh, you know, that's just the mentality and, uh, uh, that you get from a, a defence force life. And it, it is amazing to see um, the my generation, the younger generation, really starting to embrace and pay their respects on, on Anzac Day. That's been a great change over the last sort of 25, 30 years. I agree with you, JB. And, and the more young people that, mm. that are marching, you know, with their medals, and the medals on the right-hand side, when someone's wearing medals, mean they're representing yes. someone in their family or a loved one or a relative. On the left-hand side, when they're wearing medals, that means that they've actually served. So when you see these young people wearing medals on their right-hand side, I think it's fantastic because they're paying respect to their loved ones and those who have lost their lives um, throughout mm. uh, you know, their, their, their time as well. So young people need to need some art. I love seeing the schools because it just engenders that, that spirit and that commemoration within young people who need to remember the beautiful and the free country that we live in. Exactly, that's it. And hopefully it's something that none of us ever have to experience in our lifetime. Fingers crossed. That'd be a, a great thing, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. You know, you know, there's, there's no one wants to go to war. Um, we all want world peace. Everyone keeps talking about world peace. Uh, and that's what we want. And, you know, sometimes uh, there are conflicts like we see in Ukraine at the moment. Yeah. Uh, but we absolutely do not want to see any form of conflict at all. And in a perfect world, we would have world peace. Exactly. That's it. Well, hey, you have an amazing um, Anzac Day, Kev. We do have the list of services up on our website for people to have a look at whenever they want to, fm929.com.au. And, Kev, what's the number one thing people throw away when they move? Yeah, I don't know, JB. Uh, the number one thing that they throw away, baby clothes. I know we've just chucked out a heap of baby clothes. Our kids, you could probably leave them behind for a little while. <laughs> <Kids>. <laughs> <laughs> That's wishful thinking. <laughs> you, 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 could, you could move the house, the kids come back from school. Hang on. Where's mum and dad gone? <laughs> Where are they? Where are they? But, um, I don't know. What is the number one? <laughs> No, we love them dearly. What yes. is the number one thing that um, that people throw out? Um, it's books. Get out books. Yeah, books. There you go. Yeah, Roger that. Yeah, Roger ch- that. Go, going through the bookshelves. I guess it's one of those things that is a little bit annoying and tedious to have to move with. 
So I guess if you are moving, it's probably the best time to get rid of them all. Don't have to lug yeah, them around. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You can just dump them. But there's a lot of um, places that take old books now, like Rotary do that. Yes, um, that's true. You know, all the um, you know, St. Vinnie's and Salvo's and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, books, eh? The number one thing people throw Yeah, out. there you go. That. There, there you, you go. Learn something every day. Hey, that's it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, Kev, thank you very much. You have a fantastic week, and we'll catch up again next Monday. Yeah, look forward to it, JB, and I'm, in, I'm really enjoying the 30th celebrations of uh, 92.9, mate. It's, uh, it's been a hell of a ride so far. Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll ca- we are officially 30 next Monday, so we can have a chat with you about that when we catch up next Monday. Yeah, copy that. Fantastic. 7.53. Want to hear your favourite song on the radio and... And here's our blast from the past. Uh, you might have remembered him from uh, the breakfast show here at 92.9. Uh, Ryan Nichols. Ryan, how are you? G'day, young blood. I'm very well, mate. How about you? Very, very, very well. You were the breakfast announced when I started here middle of 2007. Was it Ryan... Was it Rhino in the morning? Did I make that up? Ryan in the morning? I can't remember. Yeah, Brecky with Ryan. That's We've got right. The legend that is Mal McCall to, to voice the intro uh, to, to the show. So, yeah, I was very lucky to, to have Tamworth as my first stop in the commercial radio environment. Uh, and I was there from, it was the first, I, can, I remember it really vividly. It was the first week of October 2005. Yeah. Sorry, November 2005, and literally left it the first week in November 2007. So two, pretty much two years on the clock. <laughs> it, was, it was two years to the day. Wow. <laughs> that, is, that is crazy. And then you, you started here in November 2005. I understand you weren't on breakfast initially. What job were you doing? No, no, that, that's correct. When, when I got there, they, they thought that I was a, a little bit green for, for, for breakfast, which, you know what? Absolutely, 100% agree. Um, so I actually started on the Grassy's Glass Request show uh, between 10 and 2. Uh, so Erin was doing breakfast, um, you know, bless her. Uh, she, I believe, is now in, in Sydney. Um, yeah. She was working at a, a Christian station in Sydney doing amazing. Um, so they were like, okay, nah, we're going to keep Erin in Brecky for the moment. Uh, you know, Andy Max killing it in drive, absolutely slaying it. Um, but, okay, we'll, we'll put you in the request show there and, you know, just sort of find your feet, get used to the different panel, etc. And, and man, had a lot of fun. It was so much fun. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Non-stop K-Sun and, and, and Copperhead Road. Uh- <laughs> uh, uh- <laughs> All the usuals. Can you play K-Sun? I played it five minutes ago. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear it. Play it again. Yeah. I, know, I, I remember it well. And then you end up taking over breakfast. Do you remember roughly when you moved to breakfast? Yeah, it was about six months. Okay, yeah. Yep. Yeah, six or eight months. Do you, you moved to breakfast, and I, I remember I obviously came here after you'd been brec- doing breakfast for about a year, but I remember your breakfast show was full of, you know, uh, comedic skits, anti-ads. I think it was, was it Mifsy the Slightly Rabid Cat, I seem to remember? Mifsy. The slightly rabid cat. Mipsy, Mipsy, she'll stab you in the guts. Mipsy, Mipsy, cause she's totally nuts. As one, <laughs> one character. Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, it was that. Was the, <laughs> that's the general vibe of what you were doing with breakfast? Uh, so what? I, what my goal was was um, 
a fellow colleague who was there at the time, Craig, who I'm still really good friends with. And at the time, you know, you fast forward, full frontal, you know, your skit shows were, were quite popular. Um, and that's what I loved doing. I loved doing, you know, just things to make people laugh. And because if you just get, you know, time, temp and, yeah. you know, weather, you know, like, the old auntie, you know, for, for three hours during a breakfast show, it gets really, really boring. Well, I thought it got really, really yeah. boring. Um, so it's like, okay, well, let's just chuck some random weird thing in just to get people going, what <laughs> what, what was that? But, yeah, other other dumb little things like um, myself and uh, an ex-sales uh, guy, Toby, um, you know, right on the bronze, <laughs> and we did average gear, like an absolute <laughs> piss take on, on, obviously, Top Gear, which was massive at the time with Jeremy Clarkson, Captain Slow, and whoever. And, <laughs> And I still remember at the end of the first Average Gear skit, I thought, geez, I wonder how this is going to go over. I still remember I got this bloke. He called me up from a hands-free. He goes, I'm driving on the highway. He goes, please, for the love of everything. I'm thinking, oh, God, no. Oh, please, no. He goes, make more of them. That was freaking hilarious. (laughs) Do you remember any other sort of memorable uh, events, promotions, giveaways, that sort of stuff that you did while you were here, breakfast, work days, whenever, off air? Where else and what other job can you get the opportunity to drive a monster truck? <laughs> do you drive a monster truck? A monster truck. When, when did you thinking, do that? Oh, so the monster trucks, you know, they came to town. Yes. And I'm like, oh, you, beauty. We have to go see the monster truck. She, you, you're sweet. Right, okay, we're going to go and uh, go do an interview with one of the drivers. I'm like, okay, yes, I went out and had a bit of a chat with the driver. He's like, oh, you want to come up in the monster truck? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, right, so it's a basic manual transmission. I said, yeah, I drive manual. He goes, da, 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 this is what you do. Um, okay, drive down there. <laughs> Beg your pardon? Uh, is, yeah, drive down there, just chuck a U-turn, come back the other way. What, you're not going to sit next to me? He goes, no, no, man, off you go. I'm thinking, you've got to wow. be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't get to crush a car, but I got to drive a monster truck. Hello, nurse. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the Legends of League, when they came to town, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, when... Yeah, you had the the the, the Australian All Stars playing the, uh, the 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 New Zealand All Stars. I still remember the Harker at the start of that. And like seriously, if that doesn't make the hairs on the back of your neck stand up, I don't know what won't. Um, and then um, start. I started emceeing the night, and was taken over by Ben Iken, who loved the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so I started voice. I started emceeing the dinner, and then Benny Iken just took over, and that was it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, off you go, Matt. I don't care. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, who wants to be a jock on air? I, I still remember we did a careers fair yeah. uh, at, the, at the trek, and we were just getting uh, some interest from, you know, yeah. high school students at the time, you know, you know, do you want to come into the studio, do a breakfast shift? And we ended up selecting this, this lovely young lady, um, and... We went, you know, we had so much fun with her on air, and she just came in and basically sat in and, and you know, sort of co-hosted the breakfast yeah. show with myself. But I remember we brought in a hypnotist, <laughs> 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 and um, we hypnotised um, my aforementioned work colleague, Rugman Craig. And um, yes, that was 
quite interesting and fun. <laughs> but yeah, so just so much fun, and you know, we got to meet you know so many people. Obviously, with the country music yeah. fest, we had all the country music stars coming in. You know, got to meet legends like Arthur Beatson. Um, you know, uh, Kevin Bloody Wilson. Um, yes, I can't really tell that story on air. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Yeah, it was just so much fun. Do you remember anyone else? You 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 mentioned Aaron, Andy. Uh, any anyone else you remember during your your time here at the station? Oh yeah. So as far as on air goes, um, on on the FM side, I mean, um, actually, one of the folks that I, I heard coming up was a, a gentleman who ended up being our. Um, our production manager after Simon left, the guy who hired me, um, Paul, Paul Rance. Yes. So, so actually, to, to get to Tamworth, I packed my entire life up in uh, my Mitsubishi Magna sedan, um, and, and mum followed me up, right? Yeah. So, you know, because it's a bit of a drive from Adelaide to Tamworth, you yeah. know, not going to lie. Um, so mum's followed me up, and we're listening to all the regional stations as we sort of go through, uh, you know, all, all, the, all the regional areas. And it's like, oh, okay, that's, you know, we're, we're judging the announcers. We're judging the, <laughs> you know, of course we're playing judge. And, and we're, all we've experienced is Capital City Radio yes. in, in Adelaide. So, you know, very overproduced, mass-produced, like, sat, you know, yeah, overproduced to the, to the hill. Yeah. So it was really quite interesting to hear regional radio. It's like, wow, this has got a different flavour to it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that person's okay. That person, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really underwhelmed. And then we got, we managed to tune in to the afternoon that Paul Rands was doing doing Arvo, hmm. and he was by far and away the best product we had heard driving up. And I'm like, I'm coming in, and I'm like, I'm replacing him. <laughs> and my heart and stomach just <laughs> went to my feet because all the way up, I'm like, yeah, that person's not much. That person's not much shop. And then I heard Paul. It's like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> I've, I've, I'm bitten off way more than I can chew. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so Paul and Paul and I, um, I used, to, uh, I then got a job um, working in uh, the Goulburn radio station. Paul was in Canberra at the time, so yes. Paul and I have caught up numerous times uh, since then. Obviously, coming through, we had Wayne Forbes, yes, uh, Chris Miller, Chris Miller. Can't forget Chris, yes, of course, um, and. Yeah, but and the two TM guys as well got on with those guys like an absolute house on fire. Like, I, you know, Gavin Flanagan, Gary Cox, said Mal McCall. If you're a Tamworth yeah. local, you, you know, those names are just in, you know, Mal and Gary especially are just embedded into into your subconsciousness, you know. And we got on like a house on fire, man. And of course, all the sales staff as well. Yeah. I tended to. There's not many people I tended not to get along with, really. Like, you know, <laughs> Martin Bennett, M's in the newsroom, the sales staff, you know, uh, oh, Trin, you know, Trinette. Yes. Uh, oh my goodness, uh, Annie. Um, I think it was Annie Mac. I remember going out with a few white Russians were there at the Tamworth. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, as I said, there wasn't too many people I didn't get along with, you know. No, not at all. And then once once you... So where did you go from here? You left November 2007. I think Scotty took over breakfast here. Mm-hmm. Then then where, where, you went to the ABC for a little bit. Have I got that right or am I way yeah, off? Yeah, okay. You're, you're stalking my Facebook pretty well. <laughs> um, no, that, that's right. I actually I actually ended up going to the ABC. because I was, I was, Basically, it was uh, a job in, in, in South Australia. Um, yes. And 
from from there, pretty much, uh, it was a mistake. <laughs> Hindsight's always twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, but I was just so homesick yeah. um, that I was like, oh, look, I'll just put up with the ABC um, as a rural reporter yeah. Yeah. Um, for a while uh, in the Riverland, yeah. uh, which is the, the region of South Australia that I originally am from with deep family roots there. Yeah. Um, and look, it just wasn't for me. And I realised that pretty yeah. pretty darn quickly. Like, the hours were still the same, so, you know, I was still getting up at um, stupid o'clock yeah. to present a, a 15-minute um, it doesn't sound like much, but there is so much work involved in getting that that mm. uh, fifteen minutes of just rural stories and interviews Monday through Friday. Yeah. It doesn't sound like much, but there is actually quite a bit of work. And I realised very quickly that um, I've made a mistake here. Yeah. So back into commercial radio after that. Uh, where where did you go? And yeah. So after after that unsuccessful jaunt back home um i was like oh i i just need to you know recapture that that magic that 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 feeling that we had at uh, tamworth and from there went to uh lisco 1079 lisco yeah um it's actually funny i got a i got a job offer i got two on the same day (laughs) <laughs> it's always I the way in Lith- radio, isn't it? <laughs> I got Lithgo, yeah. right, where, where um, Craig had gone to. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and about half an hour after that, um, Power FM, Murray Bridge, the far bigger uh, network, far yeah. bigger station, contacted me and said, we want we want you. Uh, and, I, and I had to inform them that... Yeah. I've literally just accepted a job in Lisco, like without without a word of a lie, about half an hour before. Oh, no. and, as, and it's hard like, to say no. <laughs> it is, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I should have gone to Murray Bridge. Yeah, and yeah. I got to Lisco, and they said we were expecting you to call us up and to say that. Yeah, you, you, you're going to turn around and 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 go to to Murray Bridge because it's closer to it's yeah. a, it's much closer to home. I ended up funnily enough working at Murray Bridge like two years later. I was about anyway. to say you ended up going there. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Um, I think it was the last time I ever saw you was at a out, outside broadcast at at Murray Bridge. Yeah, or Mount Barker or somewhere. The, yeah, yeah, in, in Mount Barker, I was working um, then. So I did breakfast at Lithgo for 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 a, a, about a year. Yeah, uh, was promised the world, and I was given a street directory. So I left there pretty post haste. Yeah, um, and then yeah, went spent four years at uh, Power FM Murray Bridge as generally as a production manager. Yeah, um, but pretty much I was. We have a we have a a, a position. Um, Ryan can just jump in and do it, you know, be it covering breakfast, you know, do that standing on my head, uh, or uh, the morning shift on the FM. Or, but my primary role was production manager, yeah. so basically responsible for um, all of the commercials. Um, if it's not a song or a talk break or a news bulletin, that or, you know, the production manager makes that. But I could also jump over and you know cover breakfast on the AM. Station, yes. the oldies station as well. So for four years, I was basically a Mister Fix it at uh, at Murray Bridge, and then after that, uh, got the got the breakfast job at Goulburn. Um, I just uh, connected with towards my, the end of my time at Murray Bridge um, with a, a a young lady from the southern suburbs of Adelaide, and we now have got a four year old. Um, so after about two months or thereabouts of her knowing me, I'm like, well, I've actually got a job. I've accepted a job at Goulburn in, in, in Canberra, basically. It's you know, 40 minutes from Canberra. Yeah. And um, and she's like, okay, so when are we leaving? Oh. 
And I'm like, I beg your pardon? Great. Uh, okay. What? You're going to come with? Oh, yeah, why not? Uh, cool. Right, right. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I've said to her multiple times, um, if it was, the shoe was on the other foot, I wasn't coming. <laughs> 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 like you've only known me for like two months, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, well, just, we've got a beautiful four, four and a half, almost five-year-old boy now by the name of Connor and, um, you know, um, yeah, life, life turned out pretty good. Yeah, no, that's that's amazing. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for the chat. Really, really, really good to uh, reminisce and get your insights about your time here in Tamworth, and great to hear that you uh, you know still speak so fondly of the place. And thanks so much for uh, for your for your chat, mate. I tell you what, JB, you're very welcome. But if there's ever a job going in Tamworth and the salary package is right, my goodness. <laughs> I, it would not take much of a twist of the arm to coax me back. I tell you right now, and that is not worth... No, I'm not saying a word of a lie there, my friend. Well, I, I know one thing of the negotiating was something you and I used to always get as homesick South Australians when I just moved here was the servo over the road was the only place in town that used to sell Farmers Union iced coffee. Um but they don't anymore. The servo's still there, but they don't stock it anymore, unfortunately. So you, you, it's hard to get the farmers' union iced coffee here. But every pub does Coopers here now, so that's one positive. That's oh, one positive. Because it used to be only the Tamworth Hotel, which was literally across <laughs> the road from where I live. I know. I remember that. <laughs> yes, I I remember a couple of very messy nights with uh, you and I at the Tamworth Hotel with one too uh-huh. many Coopers and red wine. So. Yes. And no doubt, my good friend Harold, yes, the, Harold, the local legend that yes. is Harold, would have been there with us, uh, wandering around the pool table with a Bundy and Coke somewhere in his hand. <laughs> Nailed it, indeed. <laughs>